Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Here we are for another episode of Black and White Market Minute on Life Planning 101. Matt Irvin and Aaron Kennedy um, here with you today. Um, Aaron's on the road, but thankfully technology is a beautiful thing. We have him with us and here to talk with us about kind of some interesting topics. We want to get in a little bit today, Aaron, about the Fed pivot. Can you tell me, tell me kind of what goes into that and what they're looking at to determine when to pivot? It's a great question. So, the last time when the Fed chief spoke at Jackson Hole, the market turned. It's like they finally started to believe that the Fed is serious about inflation and he's not going to back down. That is number one on his list of things to get accomplished is to squash inflation. And he said, employment doesn't matter and get ready because growth is coming down. And the market really started to take notice. Markets come down quite a bit. Now, what we got to remember is the market's pretty much addicted. It's like being addicted to crack. They need easy money. They need quantitative easing. They need lower interest rates. So we're all trying to be patient and waiting for that to happen. So that's why when you're watching the news and it seems like Bad news is good for the market, and good news is bad for the market. That's what we're seeing, because we want to see something bad enough that the Fed has to say, oh, it's pause here. And when is that going to be? I mean, the the numbers are are super, super confusing. Well, even today... We want to start out with... Well, unemployment came out today, and unemployment went up because participation went up, but then the actual jobs went up as well. And so they were literally talking, and I'm so glad you touched on that to say, hey, is this good for the Fed, bad for the Fed? Which does that mean it's good for the market, bad for the market? So I, I just uh, find that ironic. They're talking about it in that blunt of terms. Right. You know, we should be, we should, we should be expecting it in good economic times. You know, 175, 250,000 jobs a month. That's when it's really good. We just hit 315,000 jobs this month. That's great. People are still getting employed. So that's telling us uh, the market is still strong, but employment went up. So why was that? Well, more people are entering into the workforce. And we don't know if it's people already in the workforce that are taking their third job to fight inflation. We don't know if people are coming off the sidelines because inflation is so strong they they cannot live on their subsidies anymore. We just know there's more people looking for work. So unemployment went up. What's really happening? There's there's something like 600,000 jobs that we've lost since 2020. And it's crazy. It's being applauded. Turn on the TV and they're saying, hey, we got the lowest job Lowest we have the lowest jobs, unemployment yeah. on history. Yeah. Lowest unemployment. Well, we got the lowest lowest number of people looking for jobs too. That's not good. But that's not a very good story. So, you know, that's not going to hit the headlines. But it's all confusing because what's real and what's not? Where should we be 
and where we headed. Well, and right quick, there was uh, they were talking today about seasonal adjustments, and they said, you know, teachers going back to work that's adjusted in. So the non-seasonal adjusted is much higher, but then they talked about there's about a half a million of government jobs that aren't allocated yet. And so really trying to decipher what does that mean and how does it play into the figures again, goes into some of just the confusion and in the levels of complexity to that job report. Yeah. Nothing makes sense, you know, and uh, you're talking about seasonality. A teacher was a, Golly, that's that's a great example. You know, another one is, guess what? We're coming into Christmas season. You know, think about all the people going in, uh, start working in Target, Walmarts. You know, they're going to ramp up employment. That way, you know, people can do their Christmas shopping. That's a seasonality employment number. Right. And it's going to be boosted up. Are we going to pay attention that, hey, this is a seasonality number? Or are we just going to just credit it to how strong the economy is? And the Fed's looking at that, too. So where is it? The economy, you know, if, if we're really looking at the numbers, productivity just slowed down quite a bit. And that's not good. That means the Fed is doing their job right now or doing what they said they were going to do, and they're slowing down the, the economy. Real wages are super weak as well. I can't remember the actual number. Are, are we sitting at 17 months or something like that of real wages? So even if you're getting a getting a raise, you're you're being able to buy less goods because of how fast all those goods are appreciating in price. That's right. So things are weakening. Things are weakening, and we're hanging our hat on this employment number that makes no sense. Makes no sense at all. It's mind-boggling. So, you know, the big question is, what do we do? When does this get real? And, you know, I, I really have a feeling the market gets weaker before it turns around because we are going to need the help of the Fed. We are going to need the help, uh, especially for our economy and how it's designed. Look back at our markets versus Europe's markets, even versus Japan's. China is kind of on the same wavelength, but... You know, we're a big-time growth economy. Technology is one of our greatest assets. And what what does technology companies need? That is easy money. That's cheap money. That allows us to, you know, pay higher and higher prices for this growth that is five to ten years down the road. So we need the easy money. And the Fed knows that. Government knows that. Everybody knows that. We know it's going to be turned on. The question is when. Right. Well, and that's, I think, to the point, the question about, what, 22 days from now is, is it going to basically between somewhere between zero and 75 basis point raise, right? And I think even with the stuff that came out today, that's even more of a question. We thought, okay, maybe they're going to back off to 50, but still raise it. So, but just to the, to the clarity, to the point, the gas on the market is going to be to that lower end, right? I mean, a 0% raise would gas the market. 75 basis points would be way more breaks and kind of inhibit or uh, kind of crush growth, if you will. So um, we're looking for those numbers. Aaron, we're getting close to time here. Do you have any kind of some shorter term insights on what you want to share with folks before we get wrapped up today? Uh, 
Yeah, I, I think we covered a lot of it. Let's look at uh main thing is to stay calm. We're working full-time on figuring this out and trying to figure out the best place to be. Um, we are collecting an income while this market figures out. If you look at your portfolio, your dividends are still strong. It's still coming in. Maybe the price of the company is going down in value, but our dividend is going up. That's all good. We got our dry powder. We are ready to go as, as soon as we see a turning point. Everybody hang in there. I know it's not fun. Um, like I always say, let us have the ulcers and you don't worry about it. We're here to take care of you folks, but thank you so much, Aaron, for taking time out of your day and uh, to take care of these fine folks that we work with. Appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, this is Matt Irvin and Aaron Kennedy right here on Black and White Market Minute on Life Planning 101. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC. Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.